Welcome back to Sleep for Performance audio blogs. Understanding the sleep of ultramarathon swimmers, guidance for coaches and swimmers. By Tim Smitties and Dr. Ian Dunican. New research led by Ian Dunican, myself, has magnified how ultra swimmers sleep and which factors influence it. The longitudinal study follows 24 master swimmers, average age of 39, during a 42-day training block in preparation for the South 32 Rottnest Channel Swim. This is a 19.7k ocean ultra swim that takes place annually in Perth, Western Australia. The research was disseminated in the International Journal of Sport Science and Coaching with the title Understanding the Sleep of Ultramarathon Swimmers, Guidance for Coaches and Swimmers. The full paper can be read for free over at sleepforperformance.com.au when you navigate to this blog under the heading blogs. The study's first aim was to outline the sleep behaviors of these ultra swimmers, something that has not been explored before the study. The research team collected 866 nights worth of the master swimmers data using the ReadyBand, a state-of-the-art wearable sleep measurement device. Scientifically validated questionnaires were also given to the swimmers to screen for the potential prevalence of sleep disorders and chronotype which is individual preference in time to sleep and perform activities. The research group led by Dr. Dunikin showed that the swimmer slept for 6.8 hours on average per night, which is less than the seven to nine hours recommended by the National Sleep Foundation, while also spending 45 minutes awake during the middle of the night. Of concern was that 21% of the swimmers were at high risk for obstructive sleep apnea, OSA, a sleep-related breathing disorder that can have severe consequences if left untreated. Swimmers at increased risk for OSA also had shorter and poorer quality sleep, showing that OSA is not a trivial matter within the population of ultra swimmers. In trying to understand some of the reasons behind the ultramarathon swimmer sleep behaviors, the research group also gathered data on the group's anthropometric and lifestyle factors and training schedules. Digging into this data, the team found that swimmers slept five minutes less for every unit increase in body mass index, some ultramarathon swimmers believe that increasing their BMI is beneficial as it, in, as it decreases the risk of hypothermia during their swim in cold water. However, the findings suggest this may be at the cost of some valuable sleep. The master age swimmers completed two morning training sessions per week, starting at 5.30 a.m. and the other at 6 a.m. However, only one of the 24 swimmers was a definite morning type chronotype, which is the chronotype that is suited for early morning training. The distance between swimmer chronotype and early morning training times severely affected their sleep. On these early starts, swimmers woke up almost an hour earlier and lost 39 minutes of sleep on average. Combined with similar findings in elite and Olympic swimmers, it is increasingly clear that the early morning training culture within swimming does not marry well with the physiology of most swimmers. The key takeaway is that ultramarathon swimmers should avoid training before 6 a.m. wherever possible. When I was speaking to Todd Johnston on the Perch radio station 6PR, I stressed that delaying early morning swim from 5.30 a.m. until 6, if you can, or even until 6.30 a.m. Might, might be better to do if possible. This study suggests that the master's age marathon swimmers and coaches could benefit from considering sleep opportunities when devising training schedules and that those at risk of a sleep disorder, such as OSA, should seek guidance and treatment from a sleep physician. 
You can write, you can read this entire blog over at sleepforperformance.com.au and access the references as well that support this audio blog.